Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. All right. Well, uh, welcome to episode 45 of the Play By Your Podcast. Uh, please check in. Howard is here with us. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> uh, nine in the room so far. I was wondering if anyone, I, I invited a bunch of people this afternoon and no one said, hey, we're coming. So I guess we'll we'll see who shows up. We got 12 like to surprise us. They, they will make their appearance known when they enter the realm. Whence they, from whence they enter. All right. Uh, preliminaries real quickly uh, please visit our website todd if you will and i'll point up too because i'm on the end uh, .com. Uh you can find anything about our show including uh, audio players video players you can uh, click onto our different uh, platforms that we're on audio wise and video wise um and uh, just go there, and again, you can see all you want to see, including our isms and uh, our glossary to the show. Amy is back. Just hey. want to announce that to the room there. Uh, she's here. Welcome, Hello, Amy. She uh, has come back for another week. So uh, Amy is back for a second week. So she should read the isms now because she at times last week she was probably like, what when the crap these guys talking about? So uh, Jess Longacre is here, one of our monthly supporters. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, Jessica. Our benefactors. Yes, uh, Mr. Heron is Mr. here. <laughs> Snow days are awesome, indeed. These are facts. Kim Horsley, welcome. Hello. Hello. She is one of my coworkers, so um, she has to put up with my shenanigans on a daily basis. All so, Kim, do you have any? Do you, Kim, do you have any <laughs> stories for us? Stories. Please, please uh. share. All right. Uh, again, visit our website. It's on the top of the screen there. We'll have a few more interludes here between our topics, and we'll discuss different things about uh, what we do here, uh, which I don't know if we know what the crap we're doing or not. But uh, anyway. If we don't by now, well, then maybe we will eventually. <laughs> there, there's always hope, I guess. There is. There is. You know, uh, do, do do this in one hand and hope in the other, you know. Something, <laughs> something, something may happen. See which and one see fills which up faster. That's up first. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, if you have not been here before, I don't know if we have any newbies, but if you have not been here before, we each come to the table with a topic, and uh, we talk 20 minutes or so about that topic. And I, I think I, I sent out our first newsletter, and I, I said in the newsletter that, the 20-minute thing is kind of a suggestion for us because it, it it never really kind of stays there. But I uh, guess it really depends on the topic. But it starts at 20 minutes. Our buzzer will go off. We may talk a little more. We may not. But we each have a topic. We haven't talked about it before. And uh, that's the way we do things here. So we invite audience participation, as always. And I uh, want to say hello to a few more people. Uh, Rebecca is hey, back hey. from Wisconsin. Hello, Rebecca. The, che the cheese heads are in the house. Thank you very yeah. much. Rebecca and her husband. Um, we always like to joke uh, the Sander. Uh, do they become the Sander feet if they're if they're traveling in concert? <laughs> uh, it's like yeah, and Fiscuses or Fisk guy. That that was exactly. always the question with me. Fisk guy. Yeah. 
Hello, Carrie. Uh, hello, Carrie. Carrie's, Carrie's here. Now we do have a story. He's on the other side of the building, but we get to chat in the hall sometimes. He's a great guy. The kids love him well. He, he's, probably about, he's probably about on their mentality, so I'm sure they do love him. <laughs> I wouldn't say mentality, oh. no. I would say maturity level. Hey. Maturity. Hello. Yeah. Uh, hello. That's, that's <laughs> what I meant. I meant, I meant maturity. <laughs> Is that how it's going to be tonight? That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've thrown down the gauntlet. Yeah, Eric should have said that in his Thurston Howe voice. Well, Brady has <laughs> mentality. <laughs> oh, I love you. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Brady. We're in order on the screen as to how we'll go uh, here tonight with our topics. Brady, you are first. So okay. start it off. I shall start. Okay, um, we have all been in situations in our life that are very memorable, okay? And we like to think of ourselves sometimes as, you know, actors on that big stage that is life. And in some of these scenarios, we really wish we had a soundtrack. So this topic is going to be, I'm going to give uh, the gentlemen in our audience some scenarios. And you are going to do your best DJ Depthy, you're going to use your feels. You're going to you're going to use your knowledge, and you're going to pick the perfect song that you want played if you were the director of that movie in that situation. Okay. Okay. So uh, this this is the image I had in my mind, and we talked about this just very briefly, like we always do. We kind of throw the topics out mm-hmm. there about two three minutes before we go on. And I, I thought of, like you said, a director. That's exactly what I thought of. You're going through this life situation and you can like stop frame cue up the song and hear it and sometimes you hear it called uh, what's your walk-up song we talk about baseball players having their walk-up song to the to the batter's box okay it's something like that right yeah exactly exactly sometimes you'll be in it sometimes you're just going to stumble across it in that director's role well we, we got some wiggle room we we have some places to go all right so are you ready Ready as will ever be, I guess. I was born ready. You were born ready. We are going to start off with a little bit of nostalgia in some place we've all been before. So here's your scenario. You are back in eighth grade. In God a new- help me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you're back in eighth grade and you're in the cafeteria when the new girl from California, <laughs> who you didn't know existed, came in the cafeteria that moment with the doors opening behind and the light behind her, what is the song that you choose for that moment? Uh, hmm. That, <laughs> go, do you you want to go I, first? I, 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 I got one. Okay. Yes. The the Hallelujah chorus. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I have this image in my mind. Just the way you put that out there. The the bright light shining through the doors as the doors fly open and she walks through very good maybe a, maybe a couple uh, maybe a couple doves or something fly out uh, <laughs> ahead of time a precursor of birds we could do, uh, I, we could do that, was, that was more bat wasn't it <laughs> i was going to say what 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 the hell kind of dove is that incoming <laughs> <laughs> this is what it sounds like when doves do whatever the hell that was (laughs) when doves spaz (laughs) all right so uh eric you said the hallelujah of course todd you got anything oh um 
Yeah, I instantly, I, and I thought Eric was thinking the same thing. That happens a lot. We think we're thinking the same thing, and we usually aren't. Um, but I, I was thinking, I was going with something with, you mentioned California specifically, so I kind of, my mind first went to, to California girls, or yeah. or even girls, 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 Motley Crue. Um, <laughs> but, and, and then both of those quickly subsided, and the next thought that came to my head was, uh, cutting crew, uh, died in your arms tonight. I just picture the doors swinging open and, uh, and that song just blaring. And uh, who knows? That's very good. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> maybe I ask her out, maybe not. I don't know. But either way, that song's yeah, playing. Either way, it must have been something you said. It must have been. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess I have a question, Brady. Yes. A couple. First of all, a California girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, what 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 caused you to to go there? If we're gonna go with the classic American adolescent archetype, <laughs> um, are so, you saying California people are prettier than Sardinia people? That's what I'm getting. At. Come on, Brady. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying when you have very beautiful ingredients in your melting pot local stew, but when the new <laughs> Spicy, fresh ingredient hits the soup, you know. It doesn't make the other rest of the soup any worse. It's just a different ingredient. Man. <laughs> Do we lose all of our listeners? I was going to say, we are, uh, yeah, we're already two ladles deep into the soup. That's a... <laughs> Throw me a cracker, man. I'm saying. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, Eric, it's just kind of like when, you know, we think of, like, the media, the, the, the girl... That like the like I said, you know what I you know I exactly. Get it. Here's the I mean. thing: it it wouldn't work if it were the same girl you see walk through the gym doors every every day, or even a girl who who maybe had had lived there before and then came back. And you know, it has to be somebody that's just completely changes the entire scene. A new and, spice to the soup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm I I I got it. I got it. So, yeah. so I, I guess my second question in this scenario is. Why? Why eighth grade? This, um, this seems like more of a high school scenario to me. Uh, no, I'll, I'll tell you why I chose eighth grade. Because you know, when you're in high school, you've already been there a couple years and figured out, you know, what makes the uh, what makes the heart pitter pat and the cupids pop out. So, but man, that this is a couple <laughs> years later. But when you're when you're in eighth grade, when you're in eighth grade and it happens the for the first cupids, time, the cupids, the cupids <laughs> pop out. Yeah, air, air quotes. Air qu- <laughs> Did I do that? No, but you should have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think uh, I'm sorry. Lost. Anyway, uh, yeah, sorry. I don't know. That it takes, I don't know that it takes much at that point. Yeah, it's yeah. derailed. But no, it, it's your first romance. You know that yeah. eighth grade. You know uh, the 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 Kevin Arnold Winnie Cooper kind of thing. Oh yeah, gotcha. There we go. So yeah. All right, uh, we we do have some input from the audience. Uh, Ooh, Howard. She's nice. Not by warrant. <laughs> And again, I eighth grade. I'm a little sketchy on that. That's that's yeah, yeah. But you're, but Ed, well, we'll stop a second though. I mean, before before we in defense, you know, in hours defense, if I could, I can't even speak. Um, <laughs> you're in eighth grade too in this scenario, so it's not like, I mean, you well, have to. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I did. If that song were were popular at the time you were in eighth grade, I mean, that's yeah. you know, I, I suppose so. It, it was popular. When we were what were we seniors, Brady? Yeah, I was gonna say I was probably. Yeah, well, no, so I would have. You would have been. You're sixth, about that age, fifth, sixth grade, something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, 
Jim says everybody wants some. Well, yes. Yes. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Jess, think of that movie Christmas Vacation with the model he sees coming out of the pool. Uh, that that uh, was the original Christ- vacation, wasn't it? Yes. That was, no, no, no. No, That's Christmas Vacation. Crazy out of the pool? Yes. Uh, the, when it's uh, Maliki Leek. Oh, I can't say it. What is this? The Christmas song. It's the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, when he's he's looking out the window and he sees the she dives in and comes, it's kind of it's very uh, it's it's almost Fast Times Regiment Heish, but it's not quite to that level. Yeah. But it's uh, there is a yeah, you're thinking of Christy Brinkley in the first right, right right vacation, but no, there is a scene in Christmas Vacation when he's thinking about the pool because you know he's gonna he's gonna use his Christmas bonus to buy the pool. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's only one uh, leaving the pool scene that sticks in my mind uh. ever. Fast times. Yep. Indeed. Oh yeah. Yeah. What is that song that's coming out there? That's during that song. She talks. Is it she talks in stereo or she moves in stereo? Well, no, that's in fast times. I'm talking about the one Jessica was talking about. It's it's. Uh, uh, is it Maliki Liki well, Maki she, or whatever? She says, says tropical music, which I I know what song you're talking about. I yeah, it's uh, yeah. I got it right here. Yeah. It's Bing Crosby. Oh, don't tell me it's privacy it's Bing warning. Crosby. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Howard asked the same privacy. question in a roundabout way that we asked. Uh, he wants to know what he is calling Cupid that pops out. I, I was, we were kind of yeah, the same maybe, thing. No, you know in the cartoons, you know when Jerry sees the uh, the mouse he likes and the Cupid pops up over his, he just pops up out of nowhere and shoots him with the arrow? I, I gotcha. I, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just the way you said it. Cupid pops out. You know, that whole whole choice of words there. Yeah, I'm a little concerned that. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned that you didn't find the funny in it, Brady. You were. I actually thought you were saying it to be funny. (laughs) No, no. I was just meaning in in that animated way when the Cupid pops out. It's always like, there it is. You know. (laughs) Indeed. So, um, <laughs> all right. Shall I go on to the next scenario? You sure. shall. All right. You are stuck in a van on on a bridge going over the river. After you have drank two big gulps from 7-Eleven, and you really are in a pickle where you have this panic, where you have to... Um, Relieve yourself very soon, where there's going to be an accident in the car. And that, what is the song that will sum up the panic of being stuck in traffic in a bad way? I got it. Yeah. Pressure. Pressure by Billy Joel. Yes. Good. Good. Excellent. Excellent. I am going to say. Either don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good or, one. Or, uh, or big balls, ACDC. <laughs> but he. <laughs> <laughs> next, next song, next, next scenario. Okay. Um, did, did I say mine? 
No, you did not. Oh, um, please, please, <laughs> please do, please, please rescue me. <laughs> All I can think of is uh, Ashley Todd. I think yours was better for the previous scenario than this. <laughs> not in eighth grade. Oh, well, well <laughs> Brady. Now you can rescue both of us. We're talking. <laughs> All right, my song size, was long train, by, long train running by Long Train Running by Doobie Brothers. <laughs> long Train. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is anyway. Uh, the song I, I was thinking of is Long Train Running by the Doobie Brothers. Ah, the chorus. Nice. Got it. Yes. So, I like the Doobies brother. The Doobie Brothers. <laughs> the, the, Doobies. Doobies. <laughs> the Brothers Doobie. <laughs> Uh, All uh, right. Howard says splish splash. Ooh, nice. Nice, nice. Gary says let it go. There you go. There you go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> All right. I was waiting for another pop up there. Sorry. I was transfixed by the pop ups. Oh, oh, you got one. Yep. Jess says under pressure by Queen. Good one. Yes. Good one. Very good. Very good, good. All right. So in scenario number three. When the levy breaks, Zeppelin. Just out of that. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Nice. nice. That's a good one. Um, so, uh, the next scenario is, uh, we're going to switch gears. The other, so I've been whimsical. This one's not. So, um, you are happening on a scene where, um, one of your best friends, somebody, you know, and love very deeply is getting mugged and you see the situation and you are angry and you're going to rush in and save the day. What song do you want to be your swooping in to rescue your loved one from a mugger song? So I beat the crap out of the mugger. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, it's your action movie sequence. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm going Nazareth, Hair of the Dog. Ooh. Ah, now you're messing with a son named Mitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind um, of lots, lots of cowbell. Yes. And uh, yeah, that would be a, that would be a good song to rescue somebody too. Hmm. Plus, it warns them. It warns them ahead of time. See, they know they they know who they're messing with. Yeah. Hmm. Eric, <sighs> you see, it's stumped. I, I I am stumped. That's a tough one. I'm I'm much more in line with whimsical than action yeah. movie. That's why I threw you another little uh, little little curveball there. Yes. Um hmm. While he's thinking, just picture it, Brady, in your head. Okay, I'm picturing. I know we can't play but a couple seconds. See? No no words even needed. Yeah. You break hey, in Eric. and rescue him. Look, right. Eric, look up. It'd be perfect if you were doing this. <laughs> right before um to bail eric out a little bit if i could give you mine i'm going to come over a slightly different direction yeah. and it just depends on how uh angry i am but i'm going to seal it mama said knock you out there you mama go. said knock you out don't call mm-hmm. it a comeback Little ll cool j yes yeah. go throw a few from the audience up here okay i think i think they went a little whimsy Kung Fu Fighting says Gary Troutman. Uh, little Scorpions Ooh, nice. says Jim, rock you like a hurricane. 
uh, Amy Robinson. Here I go again by white. <laughs> so does that mean you have a lot of fist fights, Amy? Is that what we're... No, that just means she's had a lot of family members mugged. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in the mean streets of Hillsboro. 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 Uh, Howard William, uh, here, here I come to save the day, aka Mighty Mouse theme or theme from the good, oh, the good, uh, bad, and the ugly. That's a good one. That is. <laughs> okay. We're oh, and Derek ooh, uh, Lonely nice. as the Night, Billy Squire, nice the, the instrumental. Yeah, nice, nice. Very good, very good. All right. So, um, on that note, I'm. This is whimsical, and it's kind of channeling the same kind of energy. So, you gentlemen are at WrestleMania, and it's your job to come in and save the good guy. And you're going to get to put a chair shot on somebody. You're going to hit somebody with a chair. What do you want your walk up to the ring music? When it hits, they know it's you, and you're going to come in with a chair shot and say, and, and, you know, Wreck some havoc, cause some mayhem. Hmm. I got it. Go for it. Well, I want to. I want to. What again, Eric? What is the rule about being able to play music on this thing? Uh, Are we the, 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 the technical rule is you're not allowed to play any. But uh, oh, well, I don't want to get us in trouble. Yeah. But it, it's much better if if a snippet of it can be played. Yeah. What if we play it but don't say who it is? Well, I don't know that that matters, but. I think it's a a violation of copyright. Oh, Asia! You weren't supposed to tell anybody. I, I, that's I my love, song. That's I my me, song. Love me some Asia. That's my song. Yeah. I'm coming to the rain too. Little little only time will tell. Asia. Hmm. Uh, no, because I'm a. Sorry, Todd. What album um, is that? Is that Aqua? Is no, that, no, that's off. Uh, Oh, good gosh. Asia to, uh, oh, uh, um, Asia. It's just the Asia Alpha. Yeah. Alpha. Asia. It was off Alpha. No, it was Asia. No, it's I'm just, sorry. Yeah, it's just Asia. It was the yeah. first from, um, I think mine is not too off the prog rock thing. If I'm running in, I want the beginning of the, um, Dream Theater, um, Metropolis part one, the, Da-da, da-da. it's very dramatic and it has this running double drum beat. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be my pick. That would work. Uh, it's kind of cliche, but uh, the song Eye of the Tiger works for such situations. Ooh. It does. All right. So uh, Jess off the beaten path here. Clutch, clutch the mob goes wild. I know Jess Not is a big sure clutch I know fan. that. Not sure I know that. Jess, you are the uh, I I have two or three friends that are a good clutch fan or big clutch fans, and I uh, I need to check them out a little more. I've I've heard a few of their songs, and I've liked them. Uh, Stephanie Wardlow, welcome to the room here with us. Uh, Crazy Train, definitely a little Oz man. Very uh, good, Jim Anderson Sandman, little Metallica. All right, for Jim, Ooh. very good. Good. All right, Brady. All right. You ready for the next yep. one? Okay, now we're going to go back to funny. Okay. Um, you are in a small room. Think of like a walk-in closet storage locker. And the door accidentally shuts and you can't get out. And there is two filled litter boxes, bad cheese, 
and opened <laughs> sardine cans and just any kind of nastiness you could think of. And you are trapped in that room and you're going to be trapped in there for hours. You realize you're locked in. You looked around. You've seen the stink causing muck. And that cues in the song on the soundtrack. <laughs> um. I'm going, even though it has nothing to do with that, like it's it's a it's a drug reference. It's it's um I'm going with that smell, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yes. <laughs> um. I for for some reason, "Train in Vain" by The Clash is is uh, <laughs> in my mind. I don't know why. I don't know if it even ties in. <laughs> Very good. Right, it doesn't uh, have to. Soundtrack selection. Yeah, it doesn't have to yeah. tie into it perfectly. All right. Well, I, I want to go back to the previous. Some people chimed in on the previous uh, scenario there, and I want to let them. Uh, Howard. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom's Diner. <laughs> confuse the crap out of him, according to Gary. That's true. Uh, Howard, uh, Some Nights by Fun. I, I love that song. It's a great song. Oh yeah, uh, Derek says I'm going with Stranglehold. So, uh, Very good. Nice, nice long one. Yeah, that song behind Blue Eyes. <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> got a got a couple for the uh, scenario number five. Love stinks. Uh, Howard, great. Says. Jay Giles. Yeah, Lynn. Uh, Amy Robinson. Everyone hurts, or everybody hurts. Excuse me. Not everyone hurts. REM. Good choice. Yeah. Mine was No Way Out by Jefferson Starship for that last one. Ooh, very good. Being stuck in her stinky room. <laughs> All right. Uh, clock went off. I don't know if we want to go ahead with this or not. Let's do one more Go on scenario. to the next one. You want one more? Yeah, sure. Let's do one more. One more? By the okay, way, here. you say scenario. I say scenario. Tomato, tomato. I say both. You say both? Yeah, I, I think I, I actually think I caught myself saying both because I, I was doubting in my mind which one was correct. Gotcha. So I was trying to cover my bases. So, um, okay. The. Ooh. He gone. <laughs> he gone. He gone. That was, uh, that was abrupt. I don't know if someone cut his line or what. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess his topic is done, isn't it? I guess so. Well, good thing, I guess. Uh, I guess he'll be back. I'll let him in when he comes back. I suppose if everyone wants me to let him back in, I'll let him back in. Uh, so we'll just do our uh, intermediaries here after our topic number one. Uh, we want to uh, remind you uh, to go to our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. Uh, register for updates for our show. There's Brady. I'll let him back in. Yeah. Put him nope. back in his proper spot here. My strength is good. It just it, died. That was very abrupt. Yeah, very abrupt. It was like somebody took like a, a, a hook and just pulled you out of the room. <laughs> and, and the timing was great because, the, I mean, it, it left right on the, you know, what do you call it? The cliffhanger kind of thing. <laughs> it was. And now I'll take that banner off. We'll go back to that here in a moment if you have another scenario, scenario, uh, but I do want to put Derek's up here. Last scenario, dust in the wind. Nice. Uh, it, it, it could work. Love me some Kansas, too. You're my boy. All right. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so your last scenario is this. This is pretty um, pretty bold. So um, you have finally got up the courage to climb a sizable mountain, and you've got to the top, and you're at the summit, and you're looking down, and the camera is doing the 360 pan where you have your arms raised in triumph. What song is playing at that moment? You got it, Todd, because if you no, don't, I have it. You, All right. I don't have it. And Brady's, Brady's gone. He's he gone again. <laughs> he gone. He gone. Uh, what is that? Is that um Van Halen? Van Halen. That's right. Uh, dreams. Dreams. Uh, I, you know what? I I was thinking dreams. So I'm gonna. Go, I'm not gonna. I can't top that. That's that's the ultimate uh, summit reaching, um, pinnacle achieving. Music. Yeah, music, and I, I don't know. Maybe it has to do with what the video was with all the the, the jets, jet fighters, and things. Yes, you know? but it, yeah, you're right. I, I, to this day, that song and video both put a little lump in my throat. Very, uh, yeah. very powerful piece. Very powerful piece. Powerful. You missed uh, Eric's Eric and mine. We we actually agreed on this one that it should be Dreams Van Halen. Yes, I can't make this up. That is exactly what I was about ready to say. Really. Yes. I kid you not. This time we were in Simpatico. Nice. And I, I, I guess we can only say while you were gone, Brady. We were talking about maybe the video and how it had the the jets in it and everything. Maybe that's yeah. what causes that particular situation to stick in your mind. But yeah. And if you are uh, a guest tonight and you uh, do not know the song after you're after you're done with us, uh, don't leave yet. But after you're done with us, go check out <laughs> Dreams by Van Halen. A uh, fantastic song. I believe Eddie's birthday was yesterday. I think wasn't it? So was it, was. it yesterday or the day before yeah. or yep. something. Yep. So in honor of uh, in honor of the man, uh, go check out Dreams. All right, uh, couple uh, input here from the audience. Uh, Rocky soundtrack going the distance says Amy Robinson. Yeah, yeah. You, I was going to say anything off the Rocky. A Burning Heart would have been a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, theme from Rocky says Howard. Mm-hmm. There you go. Rocky seems uh, to be the... Uh, or The Distance by Cake. Ah. The Distance by Cake, yeah. Very good. Take My Breath Away Berlin, according to Gary Troutman. That, hey, Gary, that would have been a good one for the first scenario as well oh, with yeah. the uh, girl walking through the gymnasium doors. Well, I don't know if he was here for the first scenario. Okay. chime yeah. in until the yeah. second scenario. He may not have heard that one. Yeah, but. if you weren't here, Gary, just quickly, it was uh, it was cafeteria, right? You're sitting in the cafeteria, yeah. and the, the cafeteria doors fly open, and... A uh, a California uh, female, cute new girl, or male. If you, you, we got a oh, scenario, yeah, got to be for anyone. There, anyone, yeah. yes. We, we are sorry. We uh, that wasn't very sensitive of us. We should have uh, we should have uh, covered all of our bases. But anyway, um, so take my breath away would have been a good choice for that one as well. All right, very good topic. Yes, so. challenging. Yes. Especially, again, I guess I'm just on the mindset of the, the hilarity portion of it. The, the, the other more serious things cause me issues, but uh, I don't know. I find that too. All right. So uh, back to what we were talking about when Brady abruptly left. Uh, register for our sh- updates for our show. I, again, I sent out our first uh, email newsletter the other day, and uh, you can register 
at uh, playitbyearpodcast.com. If you go to the homepage there, go all the way to the bottom, you can register there, put your email address in, and you can get those email newsletters as well. And uh, we're going to try to uh, do some things there with that uh, registration on the website and uh, uh, coming forward uh, with that. And uh, maybe it's a good place to kind of insert this particular piece, but uh, we get stats on how many people are listening and uh, listening to the audio. And of course, we can look on Facebook and see how many people watch the Facebook lives and the YouTube lives and, and whatnot. Uh, last week on the audio side was our second biggest week ever. Uh, we were within six plays of our biggest week ever. There were 173 plays on our various episodes in our uh, audio catalog. Um, of course, most of those were uh, the more recent episode, but episode one even got seven plays. So people are kind of jumping on board and starting out with episode one and moving their way up. So uh, welcome Which, on, welcome all. I mean, we are, our thank you. audience has yeah. expanded. So we've, you guys. Yes, we want to know all of you. Go to our website, register. Uh, again, go to the bottom of the home page and uh, fill out that information. All we ask for is your name and your email address, so we're not uh, asking for a credit history or anything like that. So, <laughs> which we yeah. uh, we would like to suggest actually, if you haven't done that, please please go back to the beginning and and start from episode one, and um, you can kind of see how the show has evolved and some things have changed, some things haven't changed. Um, I don't know if we personally have evolved much, but well, we're still the same 12-year-olds we were back in March. But We have webbed feet now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Todd has uh, taken a massive draw off that big of water. <laughs> All right, Todd, you are topic number two. Okay. So take I, uh, it away. So my topic, I, I believe I promised it at the end of last episode because <clears throat> I had had a twofer. I'd had two ready for last week, and uh, the Oreo topic tended to go a little longer than I thought it would. Um, I'm not complaining. I enjoyed the uh, the pictures that Eric was putting up there so we could see what all the fuss was about with the Oreos. So the uh, topic t- for tonight that I was going to do last week is kind of a continuation, but this is more of a failed soda topic. And I have a couple lists that I'm working through here. And so bear with me. I have one of them is like like a list of 16 failed soda brands that you'll never see again. And then I have also some just strange sodas uh, if time will allow. So I'll just get right onto the list. And uh, so kind of what like we usually do with these lists and especially things like this is just chime in if you remember them. Chime in if you ever what if you ever tasted them. If you you know if you remember them, you've tasted them and kind of what you thought. Um, And the first one on the list, Pepsi Blue. Pepsi Blue, and it looks to me like it was introduced in 2002 to compete with Coca-Cola's Vanilla Coke brand. It was berry-flavored and sugary, (laughs) and it drew far for being colored with blue number one, a controversial agent banned in some countries. And I'm sure it caused a blue number two if you drink too much of it. No, wait a minute. Does that does that tend to be more green than blue when you? Uh... Um, I, I, this is totally on topic. When I worked at the Camel Snide, um, Motley Crue had come out. Is that in the isms? It, it is shouldn't Camel's be. Right? Be. Not. 
It was. One word, camel snot. Right? <laughs> One word? One word. To the uninitiated is uh, Maybe with a lot music. <laughs> but I worked there, and Motley Crue had a soda come out. And the whole selling point was, and it even told you on the label, that it would turn your stools <laughs> the color of the <laughs> beverage. So um, there was, like, dark red, dark blue. There was dark green. And, yeah. But anyway, so I figured the blue Pepsi... You know, was it trying to capture on that fad? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, that's all it said about it right there. But interestingly enough, on another list, uh, it, first off, Blue, Pepsi Blue was discontinued in 2004, I believe it said. Uh, I think it, but I, I think it said you could still find it. Now, I don't know, I don't know what the year that list was from. But anyway, so to kind of go along with the Pepsi Blue, there was a product called Pepsi White which was a yogurt-flavored Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. So if you've ever gotten the urge that to stir some yogurt, some yogurt into your Pepsi, uh, yogurt. There, was, there was something for you out there. Yeah. Uh, I can't even get my taste buds in my brain to sync up to even comprehend that. That's ridiculous. So, so how does that keep from, like, curdling in your stomach on a hot day? <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, a nice cold Pepsi, and an hour later, your stomach's on. Maybe it was dairy-free. Maybe it was just supposed to taste like yogurt and not actually be a dairy product. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so uh, let me know, Eric, if there's ever comments or something, or if, uh, I'm just going to kind of go to try to get through the just list. Just well, from I, all around. I, I, I oh, do have some Pepsi some... Blue comments here. Okay. Um, let's see. Got to back up here. And find him. Uh, he does remember Crystal Pepsi. That may be on your yeah. list here. Maybe it, I yes. It will we be. jump to the Sarah says gross, which I I don't know if I ever had a Pepsi Blue or not, but it does not sound very tasty to me. No, it does not. Uh, Derek had his first and last Pepsi Blue at Terry's Pizza, and I'm sure the I, pizza was outstanding, but the Pepsi was awful. Well. It, <laughs> I had that bad experience at Kings Island with the Smurf cone, and it's that light blue. It's that light blue, you know, ice cream. That I very love flavored. The, I love that uh, stuff. And my friend Brian, his favorite Kool Aid flavor was the light blue, which we always called Smurf Whiz. And um, and that's one. That's my least favorite, you know, Kool Aid too. So that's just me. I don't like the flavor blue. <laughs> So. Do you like flavor? Do you like blueberries? I do, and I like blueberry pie, and I like actual blueberry smoothies. I just don't like blue. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. You you made the comment last week, Brady. That is it, blueberries or what the company tells you blueberries should taste like. Yeah, it, it's that yeah. fakey thing. Now, yeah. if you're if you're talking alcoholic beverages, I know my wife is a firm believer in any blue alcoholic drink that you can order at a bar is usually pretty tasty. In fact, if she doesn't know what to drink, she will usually just ask them for something blue. Um, and it, it usually works out well. So and the bartender comes I, back like holding his throat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh. so she can, if she's listening, she can chime in there, but yeah, that's, yeah. she's often, I've heard her say many a time that you can't go wrong with a blue alcoholic drink. I'm a beer and bourbon guy and I don't want that blue. So, Howard asked a question. If you mix Pepsi Blue with Pepsi White, can you call it Pepsi Blue Chunks? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can. 
Yeah, sure. It's pretty foul. Uh, Sarah says blue ice cream, amazing. You can get it at Bethel now. They have the uh, uh, they have the blue moo cookie dough ice cream at UD. I think UDF. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, then, next on our list, it's a Norwegian drink called Sir. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is Surge, which was Coca Cola. Oh, this was Coca Cola. Yeah, but it was based off a Norwegian drink called Urge. Urge. So Co- Coca Cola got really, uh, you know, original there on their naming. Just <laughs> let's make it, it from Urge to Surge. Purge? How about Yurge? <laughs> How about Lurge? That, Lur- that's a Lurge pop you got there. Purge comes like- after you drink Urge. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so it was, uh, purpose was to dethrone Mountain Dew. Good luck with that. As the go-to drink for teenagers and extreme sport lovers, it hit shelves in 1996, but Coke decided to continue it, or discontinue it, uh, six years later. Man. Some fans refused to let their beloved Surge go, though. So there are active campaigns trying to convince Coca-Cola to bring Surge back. A resurgence. So, <laughs> so an interesting thing about Mountain Dew, you bring up Mountain Dew, um, knew several people that worked at Pepsi in, in Ripley. And one of them told me that this area, at G&J Pepsi, which uh, basically is the Pepsi supplier for the Cincinnati area all the way over, I think, to Louisville, all the way down to Lexington. I mean, it's a fairly big region over to southeastern Ohio. The largest per capita consumption of Mountain Dew in the entire world, not just the United States, the entire world, there's more Mountain Dew consumed here in this particular area of the world than anywhere else. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's amazing. Wow. All right, uh, on the uh, Surge, Serge, uh, Jess loves Serge. Uh, she Serge. said loved it more than Mountain Dew. Mm. Were you a Mellow Yellow fan, Jessica? Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yeller. Yeah, uh, Jim says, nice one, Brady, on that uh, crack you made on the, the, the Serge. Serge. I, I've heard Mellow Yellow, um, the original Mellow Yellow, had a food dye that made that that caused people to um, urinate like in their sleep. <laughs> like they had to change. Cause you to wet the bed. That could be a problem. Yeah. So that's been years ago. I've heard that, but all right. Next on our list, Sprite remix. Uh, Coca-Cola Sprite remix popped up in 2003 and quickly developed a rabid fan base. Coke would expand its Sprite Remix flavors twice in the next two years, adding Berry Clear and Aruba Jam to its portfolio following the original Tropical. However, in 2005, it decided it wasn't performing well enough. Coke decided that and uh, killed the brand. Huh. But you can still get it in Barbados, Canada. You can get it those places still, apparently. Aruba? (laughs) Aruba. Jamaica. Didn't say Aruba. Okay, soda is the next on the list. I don't remember this. Um, I remember all of them so far. Okay, soda launched in 1993, and it was completely gone by 1995. Um, it failed so quickly; it never went completely national. And Coca-Cola decided. So Coca-Cola, I'm detecting a pattern here. Coca-Cola has had a lot of failed products, but yeah, I don't. I don't really know what the. Uh, it doesn't really say what the drink was like. So, Anybody, so would it be fair to say? That uh, Coke in the realm of colas 
probably is bigger than Pepsi, but in the realm of subsidiary flavors, Pepsi has the crown. Maybe you yeah. maybe it's been more successful in their yeah in their launchings. Could be. I don't know. In uh, if Coke was if they had OK, is it just Coke without the C and the E? Why do so? They just erase them to try to think you were getting something. I don't else. know the the can. If you Google the can, it's got it's got people's faces on it. It's kind of creepy looking. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it's like I don't know. They look like um, what do they call them? Uh, like wanted posters, like the people, like if <laughs> oh, or like yeah. the uh, sketch Bloodshot. artist, like sketch artist. That's what they look like, like sketch artist huh. portraits of 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 criminals. That is weird. Yeah. Um, the next pop. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh, Josta, J O S T A. Uh, became the first energy drink to make its way into the Coke versus Pepsi Cola Wars when it was put on shelves in 1995. So this is the first Pepsi failure we have here. Mm. Uh, the brand was shut down in 1999. Josta. Josta. It, not, yeah. I'm not even familiar. It, I'm not either. The bottle doesn't even look familiar to me. Uh, next, Dr. Pepper Red Fusion. In 2002, Dr. Pepper Red Fusion became the first new flavor Dr. Pepper ever added in its 120-plus year history. It was predominantly cherry flavor, but was also combined with a bunch of other fruit flavors, and it failed spectacularly. <laughs> uh, doctor, a fruity Dr. Pepper does. And they have Dr. Pepper Cherry, which is not bad. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think they good. have a they have a vanilla too, don't they? A Dr. Pepper vanilla yeah. or something. Yeah. They have a new cream soda, and it's pretty darn awesome. Yeah. Uh, again, Eric, just stop me. I'm trying to get through the list here. A slice. Well, I, I, is, okay, I, I, sorry. I have a comment here. Uh, PepsiCo is a larger corporation, but Coke is more popular worldwide, according to Christy. Are you crazy? We'll go with that. She's the travel agent. Buy that for a dollar? Worldwide. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Jim, uh, Ote sounds like something Buckwheat would drink. <laughs> Ote. Uh, next, I do remember this. Another PepsiCo uh, product. Slice. Oh, yeah. Introduced yeah. Lemon Lime Slice in 1984, and, and it did well enough to get the company to produce more than 12 variations of the brand. Uh, Slice's brand began to lose its luster over time until it was finally replaced in the early 2000s by the similar Sierra Mist. Well, that that was the thing. I, I never saw the difference between Sierra Mist and Slice. It seemed like the same pop to me. So branded. And what's not on the list, I'm going to throw this in that category, too. Remember Squirt? Squirt. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there a yeah. Squirt as well? Squirt. Yeah, there but was. Think, yeah, that, that was not Pepsi, though. That was... Well, no, I don't I, know who, as a matter of fact, I think you can still get that. Can you still get Squirt? I think it's Canadian. Can, is it? It uh, might yeah. be. Yeah, somebody somebody Google that and tell us. Yeah. Um, um, I had to do a taste so, test for Slice. Like, one of those... Um, one of you those. Had to? Like, you yeah, had to. Uh, it, it was one of those uh, customer surveys, and they made me try about like six different flavors. There was like cherry, apple, um, orange, mandarin, orange, uh, pineapple. There was about like I said, six or seven different flavors. I had to do a taste test. I really loved orange slice. Orange slice was outstanding. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, a couple comments here. Uh, Christy says, you ever been to the Coke Museum in Atlanta? There are about 20 fountains with about 10 flavors from each, each from around the world. Some weird ones out there. Uh, Julia says they, they get it all the time. I, uh, Julia, which one? Are we are talking you? Slice still? 
could, could be or squirt. Maybe that's what she's talking about. And uh, Howard says you can get squirt at Walmart. So it's gotcha. uh, still in uh, Amy with more uh, information on uh, that uh, squirt was a seven up product. Dad used to sell it and drive a truck for seven up and deliver. The hub was on route 50 near Fayetteville. You huh. know, the- Interesting. Oh, the, so the squirt hub is right there in Fayetteville. I didn't know that. <laughs> It says here you can get diet <laughs> diet slice orange at Walmart. It says you can still get. Right. So again, I don't know when this list was made, so maybe not. But um, I wish it would have given me some of the twelve variations of the brand because I don't remember a lot of different slices other than the just regular good old lime one, lemon lime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Julia says yes. Squirt is what she was talking about there. Uh, Jim says, "Isn't that what happens when you drink mellow yellow and go to <laughs> sleep?" <laughs> I think that is a possibility. I'm going to have to look up the veracity of that claim. So the next one is, oh, sorry. Sarah, Sarah says, actually, Arizona originally. I, was, I, I forget what that was in reference to. Uh, did, did Maybe, maybe squirt. Where from? Or is that where it came from or something? That, that could be. I mean. uh, the next one is odd. I don't remember this. It's DNL. Um, and looking at it, it's literally it's seven up upside down. And really? the only thing I can think of is it is seven up typically caffeine free. Yes. So because this says caffeinated, if you if you want to, Eric, you could Google the uh, the picture anyway. It because I don't think you'll be able to see it. Well, you might be able to from there. Like, uh, well, I, nah. I I went in the wrong browser. I'm in Firefox, and our software doesn't allow me to share yeah. screens in Firefox. But see it though, it's literally yeah, seven I up, upside down. Yeah. You can't it see the, the the glare, but it says caffeinated at the top. So I'm assuming that maybe it was just uh, caffeinated seven up. It says turn your thirst upside down. Ah, um, I see what they did there. Yeah. It says uh, it's uh, Cadbury. Cadbury Schweppes short-lived DNL brand was an attempt to pull consumers away from Pepsi's ever-dominant Mountain Dew beverage. They're trying to, they keep trying to take Mountain Dew down. Uh, a valiant effort, but it didn't work. DNL failed to gain traction with Mountain Dew drinkers, and the brand was killed in 2005. Killed. 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 Um, I always remember 7-Up is caffeine-free because the guy who did the voice for um, Sebastian and the Little Mermaid, he did a 7-Up commercial where he was right. in this white suit. like, Christmas clean, no caffeine. Ha, ha, ha. 7-Up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's how that sticks in my head. Yep. Next on the list, Citra. Coca-Cola started up the Citra brand, a caffeine-free grapefruit soda, in 1996. It's similar to Fresca and Squirt. There we go. And managed to get itself a decent following. But it became evident that the Citrus brand wasn't going to work out, so it went on hiatus. I think I remember Citra. Here we go. You're going to recognize this. Coke eventually decided to rebrand it into its stronger Fanta stable. Fanta. Oh. Fanta. Morphing the drink into Fanta Citrus. Citrus, sorry. I like Fanta. I like, I like Fanta. Fanta. Or Fanta, not Fanta. Fanta. Want, want Fanta. Like oh, I'm getting it mixed up with Fago. Never mind. I don't know anything about Fanta. Fago is a Michigan brand. I like Fago. That's what my, my wife tells me. Good huh. root beer. Root. <laughs> Uh, next on the list, Vault. Coca-Cola's Vault brand was promoted as a hybrid energy drink soda when it was brought to market in 2005 to compete with, guess, everyone Mountain guess, Dew. Mountain Dew. Oh, Mountain uh, Vault survived for six years and developed a significant fan base like its predecessor, Surge, before getting cut by Coke. The master. Interesting. 
king takes, of the Mountain Dew. T- takes down all rivals. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember this to 7-Up Gold. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Pepper created 7-Up Gold shortly after the two companies merged in 1987. It was an attempt to steal away more market share from the big boys after the success of Cherry 7-Up. It bombed. <laughs> okay, now, now let's let's segue off on, on Dr. Pepper here for a moment. So Dr. Pepper in this area of the world is sold with the Pepsi products. In yes. some areas of the world, it's sold with the 7-Up products. And in some areas of the world, it's sold just kind of by itself. So I don't know if it's a, maybe it's a distribution thing. Maybe G&J Pepsi distributes Dr. Pepper around here. Maybe that's what it, I don't know. But I don't know. It, it seemed, uh, Dr. Pepper is kind of like a free agent. <laughs> a very powerful what, free agent. What is the, uh, what is the knockoff Dr. Pepper brand? Mr. Pibb. Mr. Yeah. Pibb. I thought there was it a knockoff. It was that's a Coke, Coke brand. That's a that's Coke, Coke brand. brand. I, th- I thought there was another one. Um, cause what's, what's the mountain doing? Like there's a, there's a mountain Mellow yellow. Well, you got your Kroger no. brand stuff. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. But I can't. Dr. Topper. Yeah. See, I somehow know. Now, here we go. Uh, was it, was it a Howard wow. Crystal Pepsi? Pepsi, uh, yeah. Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Clear things were a fad in the early 1990s, so Pepsi tried its luck with Crystal Pepsi. The drink was caffeine-free, and the idea was, since it's clear, people would equate it with thoughts of purity and healthiness. It worked quite well out of the gate and even prompted a response from Coca-Cola. But soon after, consumers shield, shied sorry, away from it, and Pepsi was forced to discontinue it in 1993. I thought Crystal Pepsi was nasty. Yeah, it wasn't had, very good. at one time. So was it the same? Because there was a Pepsi Clear, too, wasn't there? Was it the same yeah. thing? I I don't know that it had the same taste. I obviously had the same look, but Crystal Pepsi was... I, I, I can't even explain the taste of Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Because one of them came... One of them had it... Didn't it try to come back here in the last couple of years? Either Pepsi Clear or Crystal Pepsi. One yeah, it's Crystal Pepsi. They'll have a limited edition every now and then. Send out a few, you know, 12 packs of it or whatever. You could get it at, like, convenience stores. Yeah, the, the whole... I think Crystal Pepsi wasn't the whole draw there. It was supposed to be a, a clear cola. And maybe, maybe it was something with the... Messing with your eyes or something, seeing a clean tasting cola, and I just it was awful. It always reminded me of the same the same thing when we did the uh, fluoride treatments back in school. Ew. Yeah, and they would bring yeah. me a little cup of something, and it was clear and fizzy, but yet right. it didn't taste clear and fit. It ta- it was yeah yeah. I, know exactly I think that's what, what pe- I think that's what Crystal Pepsi reminded me of. Um, so is that right after you chewed up the little tablets so you knew which kids weren't brushing their teeth? <laughs> <laughs> the plaque stains? Yeah. I, I do have that a few comments here. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, Howard asked if that was Jeffrey Holder in the 7-Up commercial. I do believe that. Wasn't that his name, Brady? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Derek says, Vault was good but kept me too wired. I don't think I ever tried Vault. Uh, yeah, Doctor Thunder. That's Derek, what I was Derek, thinking of, Derek. Yeah. Doctor Thunder. I think that's yes. the Kroger brand or the yeah. Walmart brand or something. And uh, Howard says Crystal Pepsi had a citrus citrus ish flavor. Yeah, I, I didn't remember it being citrus ish. Maybe maybe it's Pepsi Clear. I'm thinking of that had the maybe citrus ish. That's cola. a tough word to say. It is citrus ish. Citrusy, citrusy ish. Citrus, citrus. Having the quality of citrus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thurston. Um, the, uh, 
This next one, uh, God, I hated the regular version of it, but tab clear. I, tab tab was vile. Just the tab. Yeah, you know, the regular their tab. gritty bottle. But tab clear was Coca-Cola's response to Crystal Pepsi during the clear soda fad. Unlike Pepsi's offering, tab clear actually contained caffeine. Uh, hitting stores in 1992, the brand went international just two weeks after its launch, but it was doomed, doomed from the start. Um, my mom drank Tab in the late 70s, and I, I think the first drawback to it was, I, I believe it was the first kind of diet yeah. cola, and it, it had... Diet right and Tab. It, it had saccharin. Diet tab Riot? Saccharin. Yeah. Saccharin. Yeah, saccharine. Saccharine. Uh, next on the list. Interesting. I have I never seen this. Uh, Coca Cola Black. Uh, B L A K. A coffee flavored cola was first introduced in France. That was for you, Eric. Thank you. Pros uh, in France before making its way to the to the U.S. market in two thousand six. Uh, the American version was sweetened much differently from its international counterparts. The French version used sugar, while the American one replaced it with a uh, shocker high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, imagine America doing that. Uh, aspartame and I'm not even going to try to read this word. Something potassium. Uh, consumers didn't go for it, and Coke stopped selling the drink in the U.S. in 2008. Mm. Uh, see, that it wasn't what I was – I remember trying a something black. It might have been Pepsi black, but it was supposed to taste like original sarsaparilla. Hmm. You know, like Old West, I'm right. getting me a sarsaparilla. You know, that kind of thing. And um, Ooh, it had like a <laughs> Well, that's a nice cold sarsaparilla. Okay, okay Walter Brennan. <laughs> Ooh, that, that good sarsaparilla. <laughs> cool. That's cool. A, <laughs> I know. thought sarsaparilla was a, a, a root beer. Uh, well, it, it is. It's from that family of the, what do you call it? Well, the rooty-based sodas. But yeah, sarsaparilla. But, but like Pepsi, it might have been Pepsi Black instead of Coke Black, but it was a limited edition, and it had some, you know... It was, that's what it was. So, so are the root beer barrels? Are they root beer? Or are they sarsaparilla? Red beer. Or are they whorehound? Whorehound is it, isn't whorehound in that family as well? I think it is. Yeah, never had a, a whorehound beverage. I've had whorehound, <laughs> whorehound. <laughs> that's <laughs> candies. A that's a little word. bit. Of, that's not a pretty alliteration, is it? Whorehound. Whore. Got it. Next one. Mr. Uh, Green. Got, oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Howard says Tab was like Diet Coke mixed with Alka Seltzer. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's, that's not a bad description, really. Uh, yes. Uh, Derek says high fructose corn syrup. He lived in Germany for a while there in the service is banned in Germany. Um, and Jess says that's what's called a caused obesity here, which that's uh, definitely. Yeah. And Jim yeah. agrees it should be banned here as well. So. And I, th- Man, I think we, there has been some movement to that. We it? struck a nerve with the corn syrup. None of it. We're all pissed yeah. about the high fructose corn syrup. That's right. Damn it all. Mr. Green is the next on the list. Jeans. Mr. Green's 2002 release was Pepsi subsidiary Sobeys only foray into the soda business. And it failed in, her, in a hurry. The Dr. Pepper-like drink was colored green, infused with ginseng, and bore the Sobe lizard mascot on the bottle. 
The drink just didn't work with consumers, and Sobe halted production in 2003. Sobe's other beverage lines have taken off since then, and now that soda brand has fallen off the earth, finding anything branded Mr. Green is pretty rare. So the so the market said, Sobe, get your ass back into water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, next on the list, New Coke. Uh, uh, the infamous New Coke remains a cautionary tale about why you shouldn't tamper with strong brands. The reformulated version of Coca-Cola Classic launched in 1985 to help fight off the hard-charging Pepsi. It prompted outrage among hardcore Coca-Cola Classic fans, and less than three months later, Coca-Cola went back on its decision. People were still seeking out New Coke, which was later sold in foreign markets under the name Coke Duh. No, Coke 2, until Dude. it was permanently shut down in 2002. And, uh, you know, their, their spokesman. Um, That's speaking of tampered with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the benefit of our audio audience, that was a picture of Bill Cosby yes. that Brady was uh, remarking upon. <laughs> any, any comments? Any comments before I get this last one on this list is a uh, it's a bonus Bonus cola. Oh. Jolt. Jolt. Uh, Yeah. Jolt Cola, created in 1985, was an outsider to the eternal battle between Coke and Pepsi. The flagship drink of Wet Planet Beverage gained serious traction by marketing itself as a maximum caffeine alternative, and its appearance in Jurassic Park added to its mystique. That uh, That was my first foray into intoxication. Overdosing on Jolt and going to the drive-in outside of Mount Orb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't remember it being that foul to taste. I just don't. I remember trying it once, and it just wasn't that big of a deal. You know, like, um, I didn't feel, you know, caffeinated, highly caffeinated. Caffeine generally doesn't affect me. Me either. All right, that, uh... That's the end of that list. I had a couple other lists, but uh, my time is up, and uh, I think we, I think we're ready yeah, to get more on. comments here. Uh, Gary said was waiting for Jolt. That's one he drank a decent amount of. Uh, Jolt, I think Jolt was somewhat popular around here. Uh, Jolt says Howard William can't hold a candle to L eight. As a Moorhead State student, L eight became necessary on that all nighter studying for organic chem. L eight got me through. Or uh, I know when I first I went there for a year and I first got there and people are talking about elate. I said, "What? What the? What the crap is elate? <laughs> what is that?" I would go 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 get a go get elate. So, yeah, what, I, what, what, I, I'm I not a big ginger ale fan. Elate? Yeah, no, I'm not either. And I had one. I I never had another one. But yeah, I'm not ginger ale either. Yeah, Jim with the uh, throwback to Eddie Murphy and. Uh, is stand up, have a Coke and a smile, and shut the blank up. <laughs> can I, uh, am I allowed to talk about it? Are we wrapping up the soda, or can I throw this in there? No, throw it in. I I, I won't do any more on my list, because I, I think that, so we have time for you to throw well, something in. Um, the, the most vile cola or soda I ever had, it was um Jones soda, which are those, salt, which are pretty, you know, it's pretty popular, right. and they had their Thanksgiving feast soda. There, there was gravy soda, oh, hey. turkey flavored soda, and stuffing fl- and mashed potatoes. Hold that thought. Stuffing. 
Uh, Hold that thought. I have that on that other one other list of mine. Uh, so that, that, I'll, that I'll is, find it. That is this vile. Yeah, I'll find <laughs> it real quick. Uh, uh, I'll scroll past the celery soda I was going to talk to about for Eric. Uh, um, was it but puree my Thanksgiving dinner and drink it? It's disgusting. Well, see, and, and that's kimchi what soda. Oh, that's horrible. Garlic drink. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> oh, here's a uh, uh, breast enlarging beverage from Japan. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> liquid cheese drink <laughs> that's cheese, that's cheese have, whiz isn't it they have three flavors you can choose between berry yuzi citrus and plain all right where's the there's fungus tea where's the list uh, <laughs> egg soda ew ew Okay, about the Thanksgiving one, if I could say, like, where Eric says, like, somebody pureed it. See, that's what made it so creepy and awful. It was totally transparent, like, and it was the, you know, it had color, but it was transparent, but it was gravy-flavored. It was, it had no viscosity. It was totally liquid, and, like, I, I wouldn't I'm about drink to, it. I'm about to vam it. Most of these, uh, most of these drinks on this list are kind of gross, but almost like eighty-five percent of them are from Japan. This one is eel, uh, <laughs> eel soda, and it's a fizzy pop, carbonated yellow liquid containing extracts of eel head and bones. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, whoa, 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 whoa! Do eels have bones? I yeah, thought they were. I thought they were. It's vertebrates. They just don't have any fins. It's produced by the Japanese tobacco company as a beverage. Get this, mainly for men who are exhausted by the summer's heat. I know when I'm exhausted, I usually just start gnawing on some ear bones or eel bones. Sorry, <laughs> Dad, gone. I'm hot. Give me the eel. <laughs> Give me the eel. Yeah. Take a moist towel and an eel head, please. Here we go, Brady. Thanksgiving dinner soda. Good old USA earned another spot on this list. In 2013, quirky beverage makers Jones Soda released a turkey and gravy flavor for the holiday season. It sold all out in two hours with each bottle uh, sold to a college kid who wanted to show it to people and say, can you believe this shit? Um, That's exactly how it went down, too. In 2004, they extended their offer to an entire holiday pack, turkey and gravy. This, this could have fit into our Thanksgiving episode where we talked about what foods. Turkey and gravy. Green bean casserole, <laughs> cranberry and mashed potatoes with butter. Uh, that's the flavors. That's all. Oh, wait, no, wait, wait, no, no. <laughs> not not together, right? So no, no. These are all. The so the ones turkey and gravy is one flavor. Uh, well, oh, cranberry is not too bad by itself, but if you're putting cranberry and mashed potatoes together in well, a whole in a it, drink, here I see the box now. Turkey and gravy is one flavor. Sweet potatoes are another flavor. Dinner roll is a flavor. <laughs> P and is that antacid? P E A. P E A plus no. P is a separate flavor. P is by itself. P E A and and antacid flavored sodas. So and so they uh, they know that you're not going to be feeling well after you drink the rest of them. Okay, so uh, just a. Uh... A uh, a snapshot into the mind of me, and probably you guys will just go right along. I, I have this image in my mind of a family sitting down to Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, 
someone walking out of the kitchen like with a tray of pops and just (laughs) (laughs) here's here's your turkey who who wants to who wants to carve the turkey and it's a bottle opener (laughs) (laughs) oh could you pour me some more potatoes please (laughs) so uh uh here's a here's a final note on this if that one doesn't make you sick the number one uh drink on this list is placenta drink it's called placenta Four hundred thousand is the name of it. Four hundred, um, and it has. Guess where it's from? Japan, Japan. and uh, <laughs> it's available as peach flavored placenta one hundred thousand jelly drink. Peach flavored placenta one hundred thousand jelly drink with over ten thousand milligrams of the secret ingredient. I'm trying to no, because that hear. wouldn't be the secret because it's called that. It has to be something else like true. It, it doesn't say what the uh, <laughs> see, oh. It says the drink claims various beauty benefits thanks to the magical powers of everyone's favorite alliteration, pig placenta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now where is our resident Japanese fan here to well, chime in Amber. on all this? Amber, Amber. where are you? How are you wow. surviving over there in this uh, interesting <laughs> cola world in Japan? I don't know. Oh, uh, I have comments uh, here from our audience. I bet we do. <laughs> um, let me see. All the sugar, twice the caffeine. That's the motto, motto of Jolt. I remember that. <laughs> uh, Celia Griffin loves her an ale eight. So you're going to go buy her an ale eight. Oh, I uh, trust me. I'm constantly buying her ginger ale. Yeah. So uh, the, the, this these several comments here are uh, now people walk into our walk in theoretically speaking into our show. Uh, so Amy was on lunch lunchtime. What did I tune into? Oh my, that's probably what people are <laughs> saying all the time. And uh, we got to the placenta drink, and she said that's a hard no for her, me as well. Um. <laughs> Just OMG. Tina's just like OMG. That's that's kind of it. And uh, Jess, uh, Japan food and drinks are crazy. Now we do again. Brady has uh, some Japanese candies and delicacies that were sent to us that we have to do a taste test on on a show at some point. Yeah. Now I'm we, I'm getting a little uh, skittish after hearing all this we, description of. Well, uh, just drink. think about how beautiful we'll be after we eat them all. They're all exactly. filled, filled with pig placenta. My breast will be bigger. So <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? It's uh, silver lining. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Howard says, Todd, is that one special Japanese soda called titillation? And do you buy it by the jugs? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, Derek asked if the 10,000 milligram ingredient is a pig fetus. Uh, I think we got to where that was. That was pig placenta, right? Is that what you said? Pig something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jess said her kids got some crazy snack boxes from Japan. And Celia uh, gets to send her some crazy Japanese sodas. Yeah. So just sodas to go with it. I don't don't want any of these great. Crazy Japanese again. My my breasts are fine. Yes. Hold the hold the pig, pig placenta, please. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Now that I'm thoroughly, uh, I need some of that antacid uh, Coke. I wonder if it's like <laughs> Pepto Pink. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like it. It looked it looked uh, darkish. It looked 
It looked grapeish or maybe a bit, yeah, like cranberry color. I can just imagine the. Uh, I'm trying to remember the turkey and gravy soda. For I can't remember if it was brown or if it was gray. <laughs> I couldn't tell. But yeah, as a, either either way. Yeah. The um, I one soda that we didn't leave, talk about on the list as far as liking. You mentioned the Jones, but Stewart's. I'm a big Stewart's fan. Stewart. Uh, with their cream soda and. I Stewart's. I've griped about the Hubba Bubba soda before. It was foul. Outstanding, it no... Outstandingly sweet. It was just sugar, wasn't it, basically? Yeah, well, like I said, it was not even liquid in quality, even though it was wet and it was liquid. Once it hit your mouth, it was just like, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, I'm, dying, I'm thinking of, t- of uh, Tom and that Tom and Jerry dude. You know, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. It was nasty. All right. Uh, thank you, Todd. <laughs> Very good. Okay, moving into yes, topic three. Before we do that, uh, we'll uh, put our hat in our hands once again, like we do in every episode. Uh, if you'd like to help us out in what we do here, and uh, again, we kind of go just very quickly through the, I mean, there's some expense involved in doing this, uh, like our software here uh, cost, cost. I, I can't remember what the uh, yearly subscription was. I, I think it was close to $400. It's it's fairly pricey. So there is some expense to doing this. So if you enjoy what we do and uh, you'd like to help us out, please go to our website, playitbyyourpodcast.com backslash support. And there you will find uh, we've kind of switched gears on the support. Uh, we've gone with a uh, website called Buy Me a Coffee, and that allows uh, one-time uh, kind of donations or it allows for recurring donations. Um, now our previous, uh, people who have donated to us, uh, which we'll put up here on the screen, uh, Joe and Christina Rocky, Chuck Griffin and Jessica Longacre. They did so through anchor, which is our, uh, our broad, our platform that our podcast is on. Uh, we've kind of switched gears on that. And I'm going to get in touch with them and maybe, uh, try to switch that out. So we can put everything in the same place. Nothing will change there as far as the the money side of it. Just a different platform on that. But uh, again, if you go and you see something called Buy Me a Coffee, if you happen to want to do that, that's what that is. I just want to explain that. But anyway, uh, we certainly appreciate uh, we certainly appreciate you just being here. But if you want to uh, help us out in that way as well, we certainly would like that too. Indeed. <clears throat> All right, one more comment here I'll put up about the, the colas and such. Barks oh. cream soda and root beer were the best. Root beer. Barquas. Bargs. Barks. Barquas. Barquas. Yeah, I don't mind Barquas. Um, what's the – my least favorite root beers are the ones that taste the most like licorice. And I'm trying to – is it Dad's that taste a lot like licorice? I'm trying to remember yeah. some of the ones that were very strong in the licorice flavoring. Yeah, it, and there was – I'm not even saying this to be funny. Isn't there one called Jugs? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. In some places, some places you can find Frost Top root beer, and there used to be that Frost Top between Mount Orb and Williamsburg on Old Thirty Two. A and W. And W's. All right. So moving into topic number three, and I, you know, sometimes these topics roll back around, and uh, it had been a while since we did a longer while than I had remembered, but uh, one of our favorites to do here. And uh, that is our game, Misery Index. We need, we need little theme songs for our games. 
We, we should work on that sometime. Yes. Uh, yeah. If, if the audience would like to contribute a theme song for our different games, please feel free. We would love that. But this appears as an actual game show on TBS, and I believe it's uh, coming on for its next season here within the next week or so. It's hosted by the gentlemen who do... Uh, um, Oh, crap. Now the name just flew right out of my They have their own show. Uh, they're called the Tenderloins as a group, but I can't remember. I can't. They're, they're the, sh- the name of their show flew out of my ear, and it'll probably come back here shortly. But uh, they host this uh, Misery Index game show. So <clears throat> if you want to watch that, that's, that's pretty good entertainment as well. All right. So uh, the rules of our game here, it's basically uh, we go back and forth between uh, our contestants here, which are Brady and Todd. Uh, we also invite our audience to guess as well uh, on the Misery Index, and I'm going to give you a brief description of the Misery Index uh, and how they come about that. And uh, we have scoured the globe for the world's most miserable stories. Then we ask <laughs> a panel of respected psychologists to rate these stories based upon three pillars of misery, physical pain, emotional trauma, and long-term psychological impact. <laughs> And that's how our shrinks rate a misery on the misery index. So keeping those things in mind, again, we invite the audience to uh, chime in where you feel these things fall on the misery index between 1 and 99. That is our index and uh, anywhere in there. So our contestants here will play. uh, Whoever turn it is will take a guess as to what the misery index is. And the other will say higher or lower. All right. There was a. Is this the game where the uh, Kyle King rule came into effect? I believe so. Uh, someone, someone, remind me of that rule before well, we get. So started. the Kyle King rule was if. What was it? Oh. If you, man, is Kyle? If Kyle King is listening tonight, yeah. you can remind us of your rule, or if anyone who was listening when Kyle. Um, why didn't we I put that? That, that should rule. that should be in the isms too. We need to put the Kyle King rule yes. in the isms. Yeah, or was that the higher lower part? Maybe that was the higher lower part. Maybe that's how we changed that. I up. don't remember. It's been too long. It has. That was was that the higher lower part? Was it because did we used to start with just giving? I think we did. I think we used to start with just giving two numbers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And all you had to do is go like one below or one above the other guy, and it was too easy. So yeah. it was higher, lower. That's that I believe that's where we were with. Yeah. It. So that's how we'll play. Again, we invite the audience to chime in as well, and uh, we'll give you kudos to whoever gets closer in the audience. So we drew straws backstage. Todd, you're up. <laughs> 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 all right. I win. (laughs) I win. Okay, Todd, here's the uh, first misery index. A pee stain on your pants. All right, I'm waiting for the problem here. (laughs) It's just everyday life, isn't it? I was going to say, we're all all getting older. Um, (laughs) I call that a vinyl countdown show. Uh, Amy, got it. Impractical Jokers, thank you. Uh, Thank you, Amy Robinson. Uh, um, here's the thing. Th- and this is the one, I think, great thing about this game and also the one uh, shortcoming. 
it depends on the setting. It depends on your age. It depends on the pants. It depends on all kinds of things. If I again, if I'm a, if I'm playing, I usually wear black jeans at a at a band show. And if 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 I'm in a hurry to go use the bathroom and it happens, I don't care because. Uh, but if I'm wearing a pair of, you know, khakis, pressed nice slacks. <laughs> if it's a khaki slack, I don't. Or do you just wash your hands and just throw water on yourself? I just got water from the sink. Uh, damn pipes. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to go relatively low here, uh, Eric. I'm going to say 12. 12. Brady. Um, Todd says 12. Higher or lower? I was going to go low, but I don't think I was going to go quite that low. I'm going to say higher. Higher. So, Misery Index, pee stain on your pants. 2.5. Yeah, I mean, just be patient. It'll dry. <laughs> uh, Gary said, depends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gary. <laughs> All right. So, Todd, out to the lead. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One to nothing is our score. One nothing. One nothing. All right. Brady. Yeah, yo. Misery Index. Bird. On your head. Bird? Bed. 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 Ah, man. Now, once again, you know, there's all the variables. You know, was this a sparrow or was this a California condor? <laughs> um, is this a um, little dribble of bird poop or is this like somebody, some bird is dumping buckets? I was going to say, had it, had it eaten a grain of rice or a plump blueberry? I mean, it's. <laughs> yes, or a plum. <laughs> it farted a plum. He was. Um, <laughs> beer fest reference there. Great movie. Um <laughs> So I am going to say 45. 45. Now, before Todd goes, I, I forgot. I, I t- totally left the audience hanging. I'm, I'm sorry. We did have two responses to the previous pee stain on pants. Derek Coleman said three. And uh, Jim Heron said 15. And again, the answer there was 2.5. Oh, and I'll get to the audience before we get to the answer here. So, Todd, uh, Brady, what did you say again? 45. 45. Todd? While definitely higher than the pee stain. Because first off, going back to that one, it's not a pee stain. It's a pee spot. It's going to dry, <laughs> and then the spot's gone. It's not That's not stain. necessarily true. You, you could be wearing white like, shorts, and you had a big old mellow yellow pee, and has, it looks has, like... yeah. Look, look here. First if, off, if I don't I wear get, white get, shorts. Get, if I get on the camera here, look. Those are white pants. <laughs> That would be much more problematic. Not, first off, that's not a stain. That is a that is a colostomy explosion. That is <laughs> that would be that a whole is, different issue if it was a colostomy but explosion. But that's not, hold that back up there a second for the audience. That is not a stain. That is that looks like a chartreuse cup that person's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> a cup of miscoloration. Oh Gosh. So what I was saying though is, and I, I think that the bird uh, crapping on your head is higher than the pea stain, uh, but I still don't think it's the end of the world. I'm going to go lower than what Brady said. I'm going to go. I don't have to give a number, but I'm going to go about thirty. Okay. 
So uh, Brady's answer was 45. Todd goes lower. And uh, just get our audience responses here real quick. Uh, Derek says 6.5. Howard says 15. Jim says 21. And Gary just says lower than 45. So he's going to play the uh, the response role here. So a bird sh- on your head. <laughs> Misery index is, it, Todd, you're right, it is higher. By 0. 0.5, it is three. Wow. Misery index of three. I guess I've been to the ocean too much, and I know those pelicans can totally unload. If that hit you on the head, it'll probably concuss you and make you miserable. So <laughs> I'm just saying maybe I'm thinking too hard. Well, but but think about where you just said you were. You're at the ocean. Yeah. You simply just jump in the ocean, and it's it's gone. It's forgotten about. Yeah. All right, so Todd roars out to a 2-0 lead. Todd? Yes, sir. Misery index. <laughs> uh, Jim said, by the way, if you're, pill- if you're Billy Madison, pea stains are cool. <laughs> That's true. All right, Todd. The misery index is a squirrel in your house. That's is it. that a euphemism? No. <laughs> oh, I got a squirrel in the house. I don't so, even know what's more. That's how you'd say it. So, is that a squirrel in your house? Or are you happy to see A uh, squirrel in the house. Shoe flash shoe, squirrel, squirrel in the house. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Sorry. To be honest, man, I, I just don't. I don't think it's a big deal. I, I I've never had one in my house. Um, There's a squirrel in my house. <laughs> There's a rodent there that I can't see. <laughs> Whole other discussion. I'm going to say, squirrel in the house is a. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess maybe we should say like squirrel in the house. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go twenty-seven. <laughs> twenty-seven, Brady, higher or lower than twenty-seven? I like squirrels. Um, uh, now, uh, you know the downside. You know, squirrel droppings. But if they chew through something, or if it has rabies or something, um, if it's a rabid squirrel. But I, I think Todd, you said twenty-five. Twenty-seven, sir. Um, I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna go lower. Todd, quit sending me those texts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, if it's a flying squirrel, <laughs> right? Uh, that's that's a whole different thing. That too. poops on your head. Uh, but uh, according to the picture, I'll, I'll tell you this: according to the picture, it's not a flying. There's no okay. webbed whatever situation there. Okay, so uh, Brady, you said what again? I'm, I'm lower. totally discombobulated. Brady said lower than twenty twenty-seven, right? Yeah, twenty-seven. Yeah. All right, squirrel into use misery index three point five. Three point five. These are all yeah. These, these are all are manageable. Pretty. These are these are all manageable <laughs> scenarios. Uh, Derek said 4.5. He was the closest of our uh, respondents. Uh, Gary said 18 for the squirrel. Christmas vacation, according to Jim, 40. (laughs) Yeah. Howard asked, is the squirrel looking for nuts? (laughs) If so, then 30. 
<laughs> uh, no sleep that night. That is true. You hear the squirrel scratching. And if you're Clark Griswold, it's 100, according to Derek. That's true as well. All right. So, Brady, bat on the board, finally. So, our score, Todd 2, Brady 1. Try to get our scoreboard switched up here. There's our scoreboard, Todd 2, Brady 1. All right. Brady. Girl. Girl. Misery Index. Mm-hmm. Something uh, probably all of us at this point have experienced, and probably all people in our audience as well. A rather uh, common event, probably. Stepping on a plastic toy in bare feet. Oh. I had the misfortune of choosing the one Jurassic Park game when I stepped on the Triceratops. Of all the ones that I could have, you know. Did you step um, on, on a horn? See, uh, yeah. Oh, a stegosaurus yeah. could have been bad, too. Stegosaurus, yeah. it couldn't have been an ankylosaurus, but, you know, because it's round, but then you have the chance of rolling your ankylosaurus. True. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this hurts like a summit of arch. Uh, I'm going to say 40. 40. Is it Because I've been gored by the Triceratops, and... I had a euphemism. A few. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that was one time I did not hold back. I did not use the euphemisms. I was letting them fly. So, Todd, 40 yeah, I, is the answer. L- Legos are bad, too. Um, there's no good toy to step on, really. <laughs> a I think plush I toy. Yeah, pl- yeah. Plush. Yes. <sighs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go higher. Mm-hmm. Higher than 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stepping on Slightly. a plastic toy in your bare feet, the misery index is 0. 0.5. Nonsense. A rather mundane situation, according no. to our psychologists. See, these people are all either comatose or totally unflappable. <laughs> uh, Gary said 38.5. Derek said a solid 8. These people, Celia said 62. These people, I'm going to tell you, these people are the kind that wore shorts and t-shirts during the winter and said that they weren't cold. I ain't cold. I ain't cold. I ain't got no three-horn dinosaur stuck in my plantar. Uh, Jim said six. He was the closest of our audience members to guess there. And Howard said it's absolutely more miserable for the kid who left it on the floor. <laughs> Misery index of that kid would be, again, marking Man, People got some tough, tough, calloused up feet. Some Tuscans for feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I in Brady's feet. I mean, we won't even get into that. But uh, hey. here you, I hate to hear some of you guys going to town on your pumice stone. That's for sure. <laughs> it's like a cheese Hide. grater. Knotted up at two is our game. All right, uh, uh, who's up? Me, Todd. Okay, Todd. Yes, sir. Misery index. <clears throat> Now, again, this is probably one of those ones that uh, does, there's not a whole lot of context to it. Uh, but, you know, just what, what I say here on the description. Misery index of being caught picking your nose. So. 
Is this out of necessity or hunger or what? I mean, is it <laughs> hunger? Again, there's not a whole lot of context here. Just uh, you were caught picking your nose. I usually just wink when I'm caught picking my nose. Well, <laughs> <laughs> wink like you caught me. Yeah, we give that nod like, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, the struggle is real. Yeah, I... I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I've never picked my nose, um, but I've never been caught. Ha! No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say relatively minor here, to be honest. Uh, again, I think this is going to be another one of those low ones. I'm going to say 6.5. 6.5. Brady, higher or lower than 6.5? I mean, if you're in the privacy of your car and you have a, a nasal obstruction, you know, you could get busted doing that, but man, it, it, if you're at you know a social you're, event, you're dressed up nicely, yeah. and somebody catches you pulling out part of your brain stem out of your nose. <laughs> but hang on, man, it, it didn't say that they caught you pulling anything out. They just said picking it, right? Yeah, just tell them you're adjusting your cilia. <laughs> Is that what you say? <laughs> <laughs> Celia, Celia, not Celia. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but Celia, Celia, Celia. Um, I, I, he said six point five. There's so much context, and I'm just going to be contrarian. I'm going to say higher, higher. All right, I'll get our audience first this time. Uh, Jim says six. Or check that. That was that was the last one. Uh, Derek said seven, and uh, Jim with his answer, the follow-up Ario Speedwagon album to "You Can Tune a Piano, But You Can't Tune a Fish." You can pick your nose, but you can't pick your family. Right? Uh, Howard says, "Are we up to right? Right? Howard, are we up to the third knuckle or what?" According (laughs) to Howard, don't again. There's no context. You're just kind of caught. Jim does uh, chime in with an answer of five. And Gary says 16.5. The misery index of being caught picking your nose is two. Two. So Brady yeah, is I, I, uh, incorrect. I'm incorrect. Todd, you got it. I think in reality it's higher, but I'm trying to feel the vibes of this game. And like I said, <laughs> these people are absolutely unflappable and undisturbable. It's well, it, if you get caught doing something that everybody's done before, it's not it's not, I mean. Now, if you're caught picking a squirrel's nose in your house. <laughs> With a pea stain on your crotch <laughs> the size of a dinner plate. <laughs> oh. After you've been cursing because you stepped on a triceratops. Yes. That would cause the pea stain. It hurt so bad. Yes. Yeah, the, the uh, illustrations. Uh, I wish you would show us all the illustrations because are they all that uh, uh, exaggerated? Graphic. Okay. So see, <laughs> you're picking a nose. And uh, there, I believe that is portrayed as a Lego that's yeah. been stepped on. Yeah. Well, I mean, so again, I got to go back to the uh, a pea stain in your pants. It was a gargantuan cod piece, yellow cod piece. It wasn't a, a pea stain. Now, I have a problem with the birch on your head. Uh, I, I, that, that looks more like urine to me than uh, I don't know what that bird has been eating. But uh, well, Squirt. Yellow. Just Stating in case search. you, it comes out of the same opening for birds, so their nitrogenous waste and their solid waste comes out the same 
place. So it would have pee in it. Fascinating. <laughs> well, I mean, they can't do one without the other is what you're saying, right? Yeah. That is correct. That's why you don't see birds peeing or lifting a leg. It all just comes out at <laughs> once. In mid-flight. Okay, uh, Brady. Yeah. Not a bad setup. Yes. Todd up three to two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brady. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 that just blew my mind, Todd, because well, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry. That's not, a whole I mean, different. <laughs> there's a topic. <laughs> okay, Brady. Yes. Driver's license is suspended. Mm-hmm. What is your misery index? Oh, 60. 60. Very quick with the answer. 60. Oh, yeah. Todd, higher or lower than 60? Especially where we live. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go higher. Higher. All right. Higher or lower than 60. Uh, by the way, I'm going to throw this one up here. Uh, Celia is giving you a very nasty look right now when you were talking about uh, adjusting your. Celia. I knew it. <laughs> knew it. She never likes that joke. <laughs> All right. Uh, the audience responses are rolling in. Celia says 40 for the driver's license being suspended. Jim says 35. And uh, we'll give you the answer here. The driver's license is suspended. Misery index is 49.5. So, Brady, with the points. Yeah, if I lived someplace where you could just get on public transportation, it's going to be less miserable. But around here, man, misery. Right. Indeed. All right, so our uh, our timer went off. We are tied. So, uh, do we want to play this last round and we bet our uh, points? Sure. Or how do how, how do we do? Maybe that's where this Kyle King rule came in. The, the uh, maybe, or maybe the closest. You you both have to give a number here, and the closest okay. one. There we go to break the tie. Yes, to break the tie. All right, write your number down. You have anything to write with there, Todd? Yep. I got utensils. I got papyrus. <laughs> All right. Misery index of <laughs> uh, this is so this is so off the wall. This is gonna okay. Um, your misery index of having cocktails with a recently released sex offender. Wow. So, so I just want to see your faces as you calculate in your mind, how am I going to register the misery index of this? Yes. Um, well, okay, I have a question. Yes. Do we know that there are recently... <laughs> no, that, that's my, that was my I, question. I, I have I'm no assuming con- yes. I, I have no context other than what I just told you. I, but but my guess would be if you're asking me to chime in on my guess, I'm guessing that you had cocktails with this person, then found out after the fact or during oh. the the having of the cocktails that this person is a. See, I'm going the other way. I think it's like, hey, 
Todd, Eric, you're forced to have a cocktail. Let yeah. me tell you who you're going to be having it with, Bill Cosby. I I, well. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, but so I, I guess you can put whatever context uh, in it you want. I agree, though, that I think that would be more, because otherwise it would be zero. It would be low. I mean, if you found yeah. out afterwards and you had no idea. Like, oh. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. So and that, again, I guess you can apply any reasoning you want to it. Whatever concept, maybe that's why they're they're very vague by design, that you can just input any thought process on it that you like. So, so Brady, I think we have to agree on the thought process, though, to answer this. We know ahead of time. So you're saying you know ahead of time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, again, the misery index the good between, of the game. between 1 and 99. So we will start out with our first player, if you have your answers written down. I do. I do. Okay, Todd, what is your answer? Ninety is his answer. Brady? Mine was seventy-five. Seventy-five. And I'll go through our uh, audience input here before we give you the final answer. Celia says forty. Good. Uh, now I'm giving you a dirty hey, look from the, this room. <laughs> Jim says thirty-five. Uh, then Celia gave another answer of fifteen. So I don't know what, what direction she's going. She's with confused. Are you confused? <laughs> Uh, Carrie, welcome. Welcome, Carrie. Chimed in. Uh, Twenty-seven, and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're running behind because Jim gave another answer too at forty-two. So I don't whichever whichever works here. But uh, <laughs> all right. So cocktails with a recently released sex offender, and uh, Celia gives some input there. As forty was the other one. I'm really four. giving you a, a dirty look now from the other room. <laughs> All right. The answer is 67.5. Brady Liming Ah, is the winner. I had 60. (laughs) No, you had six. (laughs) Six. So you still still lose. All right. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. I'll give you your win here. Dan, 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 dan. Nice job, Brady. Thank to, you. I don't feel very victorious. I kind of way to pull like it out. I, <laughs> I feel like you, I banked it in playing a horse. <laughs> Did you call the bank? Have you called the bank? No, that's what, that's what I mean. Like I banked it in without calling it, so it's a victory, but it's a shallow one. It's a, it's a, what would they call that? A pirate victory? Yes. 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 All right. Uh, Gentlemen, good show. Again, uh, we want to do some uh, housekeeping here as we uh, call it a night. Uh, Again, please visit our website, www.playitbyearpodcast.com, which is right above here in our screen. Um, And there you can find all the uh, links to the platforms that we're on, both audio and video. Uh, We are currently broadcasting in uh, real time to Facebook, our individual Facebook pages, and the uh, podcast Facebook page as well. We are now over 500 likes on our podcast Facebook page. So if you're watching on one of our individual pages, uh, please go to uh, Play It By Your Podcast on Facebook, like our Facebook page, and uh, uh, you can see our posts there and uh, give some input there as well. Uh, We are also broadcasting currently live to YouTube, and Twitter, and Twitch, Todd. 
Twitch. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's your old thing too. All right. So uh, again, you can find links to all those things at our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. So again, uh, thank you, gentlemen, for a, an outstanding episode number 45. Thank and, you. And uh, we uh, invite you uh, to join us next week. And I don't know that we've talked about a day. I haven't looked ahead on my schedule yet next week, or we've looked ahead on our schedules to see if we're going to be on Wednesday or Thursday of next week. But uh, we'll be on one of those days. So uh, join us. You'll get an invite. That's another thing about being on our Facebook page. You can see our invites to our live recordings as well. Uh, so it's uh, beneficial to like our Facebook page. Anything for the good of the order, gentlemen? Um, I saw some first-timers out there. I'd like to thank Sarah, Christine, for coming out. Nice of you to join us. And for all of our first-timers, thank you very much. For our second-timer, Amy, I hope she glad to hear people are coming back from wars. Thank you, guys. This is why we do this. It's a lot of fun. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.